I'm going to set my phone to silent. Good idea. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a big deal if somebody's phone goes off, but thank you. It's rude. So I'm going to have someone call me and I'm going to take the call in the middle of it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me yeah. one second. Yeah, so in the ad, what did you mean by gently used? <laughs> <laughs> like, could a cat sit on it? <laughs> Morning, and welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen Hauschild, here with... Adam Selby. I'm uh, Jackson Russo, I'll be your dungeon master for tonight. And my name is Anby Marine, I'm 5'11", 23, I'm an Aries, and I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, today we have two of uh, the Boombox, and there are six of you currently. There used to be a lot more. Uh, Dave just nodded his head, and I don't know why I'm saying that now, but I'm saying it now. And <laughs> But we have two of the Boombox, we have uh, Dave Farrell and AD, I don't know your full name, no what is else. your full name? Adonius Juan West. My name is Adonius. That's my legal. Um, AD works, though. AD? AD's fine. Well, yeah, no. That's what your friends call you. And also, uh, Dave's friends call him Dave. So, <laughs> we're going to call him by that. AD called me Yeti. So, you say that's your legal name? Do you have an illegal name? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you don't have to share. It's cool. No, I don't. But yeah, so we got uh, two of the boombox from uh, the boombox... They're from Denton, Texas. Uh, what genre would you call you guys? Hip hop? Oh, I'm sorry. Houston. All of you from Houston? No, not at all. Yeah, where are you from? <laughs> uh, he's from Nova Scotia. Ah, that's where in uh, Peru? It's in Canada. Ah, <laughs> on Cape Breton Island. What? Cape Breton Island. Nice. Yeah, show Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Yeah. That. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of that show. How do you feel about that show? I'm glad it's not me. <laughs> Are there people like that? He yeah. feels it's a great representation of the Nova Scotia communities. <laughs> I don't know where I came from. There was only one trailer park, and like I don't think I ever saw somebody go in or leave. So Houston didn't have trailer parks when I was growing up, so we just had crackheads like in the city. Oh. And then when I got to Denton, it was the first time I ever came firsthand with like a meth head, and they have mad trailer parks out here. Houston has like a couple trailer parks, but they're like the kind of trailer parks where people actually, like, do shit and fix their trailers up, like some of the places in Denton. So like a functional community. trailer park? Yeah, but out here, like, they've got the, the ones with, like, dead spots where, like, just cops don't go, and it's like a small little project. It's tight. Have you ever, like, gone through a trailer park and noticed that, um, at least I have, I've seen, I never went into the one in Plano, but I drove past it, and you would notice they would be in a trailer, but there would be people who would have, like, Porsches and, like, mm-hmm. really nice cars. Yeah, that's why they have Porsches. Crazy. It's it's really funny when they have like a beat down trailer and then a super nice step, like like a. <laughs> it's, it's just really weird to see it because there's like a veranda with all this nice like furniture and stuff, and then I don't think if I've you're ever gonna live in a, you're gonna live in a trailer, you gotta fix it up, yeah. make it look nice. Yeah. Plus, old people they gotta have that sturdy ass step; they can't fall outside of their trailer home. <laughs> What's gonna? Oh my god! Is my aluminum trailer with oak? Yeah. Step. <laughs> my, chrome, my chrome steps they fold out that'll be yours yeah I, that's a dream of mine I'd love to live in like a tiny home where like one of the walls is a television <laughs> well I don't think the standards are too uh, high when your wall is what like 4 by 4 nah cause like I get a pretty big trailer you know 
I get a decent size. It wouldn't be like a more, prison cell trailer. Yeah, like, more home sized, like a house. Yeah, it'd have like two or three rooms, maybe a pool upstairs. <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to have a chair pretty far away from it though. If you had a whole wall as a TV, mm. otherwise you'd have to like look around as you're watching things. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Nah, I build the back wall convex so that okay. you know I can put the TV in the back. You know, but I don't actually have to be back there. Mm-hmm. I saw it on this old house. I'll show you. So the boombox. What uh, genre are you guys? What would you call the music you play? Oh yeah, he asked that like a while ago. Damn. <laughs> We're space gospel. It's it's hip hop mostly. Um, mm-hmm. It's hip hop based, but the that sound, that space gospel sound, is really just the the amalgam of all of our. Um, <clears throat> I guess inspiration of stuff we listen to growing up and stuff we like to play now. Like Dave, he's done all kinds of gigs. Like when you did that country gig, you've done a handful of country gigs at this point. That's that's actually I wanted to I wanted to ask you a question. There was a there was an article I read a while ago uh, about you guys, and um, it was uh, the, the the Denton night that they they said something about uh, you guys. You guys have a residency at Bearded Monk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really cool place in Denton, and. Um, said something along the lines of uh, here's a quote um, including the group's bass player Dave Farrell who more recently has been uh, away pursuing <laughs> oh, other this. professional opportunities <laughs> so I, I was just curious what those other professional opportunities might be <laughs> yeah are you have preferences are you playing preferences over the boombox yeah the boomboxes <laughs> no <laughs> yeah what were these uh other professional uh, opportunities. Country, the, the country stuff, like AD said. And then cover band gigs. What country? Canada. Okay. <laughs> um, I just, I want people to know that you're not American. You're not one of us. Yeah, it's very important. He's North North American. He's very North American. They'll do like covers of the song, like Proud to Be a Canadian. You know, proud to be a Canadian. Yeah. I, I almost, before we started recording, said like, hey... We're gonna bring up that Dave's from Canada. Let's not make any jokes about it. But I, I, I see now that that's just not like. Well, even if I had said it, that wasn't it, it can't happen. happen. Interest, <laughs> interestingly enough, AD and I found out that we had something in common, specifically from Nova Scotia. It's the singer Anne Murray. <laughs> see that? That's a sweet smile. Yes, she's an angel. She's an angel from heaven. <laughs> she, she's, a, she's just beautiful. Her voice is amazing. I mean. I like it a lot. She shared the same manager with Alice Cooper. That's cool. But, like, I don't think that any... Okay, so there were two uh, exchange students from... uh, One was from Germany and one was from France in my high school. And I don't think people ever, like, walked up to them were constantly making, like, French jokes and uh, German jokes. What the fuck is up with that? Why does everyone cling to Canada? I don't know. I really don't know. But, I mean, I, it's not surprisingly, I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't get it. I've been to Canada. I mean, I've only been to uh, Toronto, and I enjoyed it. And I just feel like people like to make fun of y'all's Monopoly money. Yeah, but it also doesn't rip. <laughs> I actually have not tried that, but uh, I'm going to try that now. What is it made out of plastic? Mm-hmm. Ah. So y'all hate the environment as well? Uh, no, because we don't keep reprinting with more paper 
He got you there. They found the only way to constantly recycle plastic. Except <laughs> 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 you. And you go out to the. Mines are fatter because their bills roll up so nice. You go out to the Pacific Garbage Patch, and there's just like a giant section of uh, Canadian dollars floating in the ocean. <laughs> oh my god. We have we have coins. For yeah. Are they also plastic? <laughs> no, they're like gold coins. I got a. Um, they're called was... loonies. Are they? Mm-hmm. Wow. You grew up okay. with a milkman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dave grew up with a milkman. Like and a milk woman. Yeah. With I was. A, I was a milk, they baby. Had milk people <laughs> for the first couple months. <laughs> what does that mean? I You're a I'm... milk adult. I'm a milk addict. There's a difference. What addict. Is, what's mm-hmm. a milk baby? What does that mean? Is Rest that like baby. a tar baby before white people? That was a joke. That was a joke about breastfeeding. <laughs> what's a tar <laughs> baby? <laughs> oh, this is why you're Canadian. <laughs> what's a tar baby? Jesus Christ. Dave, at some point or another later this evening, I want you to, not tonight actually, look it up tomorrow when you're starting your day. I don't want you to go to sleep on that. Yeah. Before church. Yeah, look it up before church. Church will define tar baby. Yeah, I want all the listeners to look that up too. Like, I don't want <laughs> it to be explained. I want them to just go. I, okay, you know, Google. It's gonna sound we, dumb. Thinking, but I thought in Canada, like when you're breastfeeding, it was maple syrup, not milk. No, yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, why you're a milk baby. That's Ooh. why. That's why we call breasts trees in Canada. I because when you're a baby, you say, "Can I tap the tree?" <laughs> For the, for the maple syrup. <laughs> I uh, I grew up with a milkman too, but uh, I was always told to call him dad. So, yeah. same here. Yeah, except when your dad was around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. So, how long have y'all been playing together? Stupid question. <laughs> no one ever Stupid has asked question. that before. Almost six years. No, six years at this point. We started in. We started playing in 2010. We started doing shows and releasing music in 2011. Was it always a band when it started? Because I know there's like some uh, boombox stuff where it's like there's um, it sounds like there's a track behind, like you know, a produced track instead of a band. Right. Some of the some of the albums, that album that I think you're referring to is Pass, which is yeah. the one that was more predominantly electronic, and that was the one that Dave came in on. That was right. my first recording with the band, and that one was just a different direction entirely. Kind of popped up on us. I showed up. At the studio house one day, and Amir, Marcus, and Connor were just over there. They'd been kicking it for a while and writing music. And <clears throat> by like the third day, I went over there. They had like four songs, and I had already started writing stuff on my phone. We were like, "Hey, let's just let's release an EP off of this stuff, and we'll make it some electronic, some live." Yeah. And then Dave ended up recording bass over stuff. And mm-hmm. I think uh, you described. Uh different album uh, from We Are Aliens uh, that uh, in the morning was your uh, emo phase. <laughs> yeah, you sure. said that at a show. If I were ever to have one, I was real <laughs> angsty at the time. I wrote Because I wrote that when I was like a junior, senior in high school. And it was... How'd you get out of that phase? Because I think I'm still stuck in that. If you ever <laughs> listen to any music I write, I'm just, I'm constantly bitching. I started writing better songs. Uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How? <laughs> that's what I'm saying I don't know how he to found do Marcus. <laughs> Marcus and I found each other and really I mean that's just a music development thing every artist goes through that that thing that phase where shit is just kind of weird 
and it's different for everybody. Some people will consider it for Kanye like 808s and heartbreaks. What's an example for like, uh, um, I'm trying to think of like other groups that released recently came out with albums that people, because like Radiohead, mm -hmm. they hit it big back in like 2007, 2009, like that area of time. Uh, what's the what's the correct year on that, Jackson? Fuck off. <laughs> like 90, 95. I need a fact checker. <laughs> No, no, no. When I say hit it big, I mean like specifically they had released this album online. No, was like, no, oh, they were big before that. No, no, no. I don't mean when I say hit it big. I don't mean like they they got famous. I knew Radiohead was big like before that. And when I say hit it big, I mean like they just did really fucking well. Yeah, because they when revolutionized. They, and that was wasn't that the one that was pay your, pay your own price kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And everyone was going crazy about it. Every, it was the new because uh, when I got to Denton, everybody was listening to Queen and shit like that. And then when that Radiohead album changed, everybody was listening to Radiohead. Yeah, and the reason they did that uh, was because uh, they were in between. I forgot the label that they were on, but that was the they were gonna release that album independently, and they um, people kept leaking their albums. So they said, "Fuck this, we're gonna release it before the record company releases it." And they decided, "Let's just do pay as you want." And I think it's uh, one of the only albums where they released it. In that format, and it was super popular, and then they released it physical and took away the free option, and it still sold incredibly well. They did it's the highest selling like album, crack, right? Like a crack of theirs? Yeah. I'm not sure. It, it's it's one of those things where it's just like... I'm pretty sure it is. It arguably, arguably, for me, it's their best, but like it's one of those things where like it, despite on how you feel on it, like people gain more steam. Like I don't know if you guys listen to Muse, but... They had these two albums that were really big, and then I'm a huge fan of them, so I love all their albums. But then, like progressively, people have kind of like dived off because they just they kind of diverged a little. But it's different, and people don't like that. But those albums where they diverged are their best selling because it's like okay, those two records that were really big, they got a name, and then so people know the name, so they just go out and buy the record. But they're not their best record, so. I don't know if that's the case with that's exa Rainbow. That's exactly how you would write the new, better shit, though. Yeah. Like that kind of shit where someone, like, forces you to, to change. Yeah. It's very common for bands to, for their first record, to throw everything on all at once. I think labels encourage it to. And then, like, the next record, they might pick one song from the first record and go further down that path. Yeah. And further down the other path. Well, it's that whole thing that uh, you have, you know... 18 to like 25 years to write your first record and then like a year to yeah. write your second so like that first album like you write something when you're 16 and it's just like super moody and then you write something when you're 25 and it's like super like concise and like it means something completely different it's a lot more mature but they're on the same record because you just got that record deal or you just released it but then that one year time period it's super focused or at least it should be well in, in the morning is an example of that you wrote that how old is in the morning now no, it's real old. It was written in like 2007, 2008. And then we recorded it several years later. Because I released a version of In the Morning on a mixtape that I did solo like a year or two before the Boombox formed. And then Marcus <clears throat> Marcus got one of that mixtape and he had already knew I was doing spoken word and shit. He came up to me. We did this project for one of his composition finals and kind of blew up into this big thing because he had done something no one had ever heard and we had to keep going. So you brought up Marcus a couple times. He's a member of the Boombox. Marcus Wheat? Yeah, he's our keyboard player. Okay, so 
there's more. There's 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 four other guys. There's Marcus and there's three more, right? Mm-hmm. So who else is in the band? Yeah, Matt Westmoreland on keys, Connor Vitato on guitar, Ray Rose playing the drums, and Marcus. Yeah. And you guys have gone through with like a, a lot of lineup changes throughout the. the I wouldn't say too. a lot. Three, three okay. key ones. Right. Um, a few that were circumstantial. Um, that was pretty much it because we changed bass players once. Um, drum faculty changed twice, both from like, you know, uh, circumstantial stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, our minus the percussions, right? And then um, Manzel, who's currently in Florida, but he's not. We're not considering that a, a personnel change because we're not replacing him at all. We're just, you know, he's he's just out there gigging and going crazy and doing his thing. And whenever we hit, you know, the next time to record a project or whatever, we're going to get him out here or record it remotely, whatever we have to do. Yeah, and when he, like, when he comes back to town, would you guys, like, book a show? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've had several shows already where, like, he would have loved to come out because we all talk to him pretty regularly. When we've talked about going on tour and seeing if he can meet up with us. Yeah. To do, like, the tour. I was going to ask about that. So, you guys haven't ever toured. I know you've played outside of DFW because... You, AD, are from Houston, and I, you played Houston shows, right? Yeah. Anywhere other than that, outside of DFW, like Austin or Oklahoma, Houston, Louisiana? Austin. Houston and Austin. In LA. LA, Hollywood. Um, oh, played in LA? Yeah, that was like our second year in. Was it a, like a pay-to-play gig? Or? No, it was College Battle of the Bands. Okay. We had submitted, um, and then we won the regional here in... in <clears throat> Well, not the regional. We won the Dallas, and then we got to go to Austin for the regional and won there, and then we got to go to L.A., which was neat. It was neat. Did you guys drive there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> <That's> <laughs> shit. 26 hours there and back. It was so mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, I, I feel like that, that shit's just like, super yeah, fun. Off the record, we may or may not have stopped at an Arizona rest stop and placed a boombox sticker on one of the signs that said, like, beware of snakes in blank so he said beware of snakes in the boombox <laughs> and by off the record you mean on the record yeah Whatever, this is recording it's definitely it's, on the record <laughs> but if I said it's off the record legally you can't say uh, <laughs> I, don't I said with all due respect <laughs> when, when I lived when I lived on normal street I, I remember, we'll bleep that out I remember taking the, I remember taking the track or taking the track taking the trash out one day and I went over to this big industrial garbage can that was there for the complex and there was a boombox sticker on the garbage can yeah I don't know if I was in the band yet at that point or no I was yeah here's the funny thing that other sticker that we put in Arizona someone else like sometime later was just passing through happened to stop at the same rest stop and knows us took a picture and posted it somewhere on social media <laughs> have you ever like been anywhere where like you just see like your merch somewhere like like, just walking around and see somebody with a boombox shirt, or just walk somewhere where maybe you didn't put it up, or you weren't, you didn't know it was up there, and there's a sticker, and mm-hmm. that shit. I remember cool. when I first joined the band, I was sitting at a local bar, and I just look over, and there's some, some guy wearing a boombox shirt. And I was awesome. like, man, this is, this is really cool. <laughs> he texted me. <laughs> yeah, I texted him. <laughs> he like texted or called me. I was like, dude, you gotta a, come out. There's some guy wearing a boombox <laughs> shirt. He's like, uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> it's pretty funny because my ex-girlfriend bought me a boombox shirt from a thrift store. And Are you serious? Found what? It. Yeah. Oh, We're in circulation now. <laughs> we, we might as well be on Pirate Bay. We made it. 
You said what? Royalty? You didn't get any royalties for that. Shit, that's, that's royalty free sales. They're not getting any taxes on it. So, Dave, you used to live on Normal Street? Because mm-hmm. I think the first time I saw you guys was a house show down the street from probably where you lived, I guess, on Normal Oh, that, that's another that crazy thing. Normal house. When I moved into... When I moved into that house on Normal Street, I remember just walking down the street with my girlfriend, and she looks across the street and sees the Normal House, and there's a big boombox banner on it. And I was like, "She's like, oh, that's a cool piece of art." And I was like, "Yeah, that's for the boombox." She was like, "What?" That's cool. That's cool. Um, can I ask you a personal question, Katie? Probably. Um, you can answer it uh, one of two ways. Uh, name your top five favorite Golden Girls. Or you can go around the circle and say which golden girl you think we are and why. Um, there's only four golden girls. Yeah, I know. So you pick uh, one twice. I got what you're saying. <laughs> see what you did there. Um, I was testing you. I didn't know if you actually watched the golden girls. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Blanche. You're Dorothy. You're Rose, for sure. <laughs> um... And then your uh, your uh, Sophia, your grandma. There you go. Put on your glasses, grandma. Got um. <laughs> Did hey. you get the glasses because you knew I was gonna call you Sophia, or was no, that just by right. chance? Oh, no. Go with the other one. Ah, uh, yeah, the <laughs> grandma. Hagen's been uh, one of his. I don't. What do you call that? Like legs on glasses? Like arm, arm, arm. Okay. Yeah, I was almost there. Yeah. Uh, so um. Yeah, the arm. He's missing one of the arms on his glasses, and it's been progressively funny to me. Every time we go out somewhere and he's drinking or something, I keep thinking he's just that drunk <laughs> that his glasses are tilted because he's just that drunk, but it's really because he's missing an arm? An appendage. Yeah. yeah I like to think he's just that drunk. Yeah, so just letting you know. Hey, is that drunk? Well, the more beer you have, the... Yeah, yeah, and it, it, was, you, yeah. it was it was one of those things too where like I I I broke him earlier this week and I can't I can't walk around <laughs> I can't walk around with my glasses on like this. <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting that this isn't filmed. And when he asked me to yeah, I was name all say. the little girls, I didn't name no, anybody. That, 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 that's <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was thinking that better. exact same thing. I was like, I'm just gonna cut this now. <laughs> this is gonna be edited. right? Yeah, we're gonna edit this all in post. Okay. Yeah, but really, we're gonna post this. Which reminds me, uh, Eddie, could you say Holocaust for us? <sighs> Holocaust. Okay. Thanks. All right. Um, right. Yeah, you should uh, narrate movie trailers. Okay. Um. (laughs) A one-word like movie trailer. What? A guy. A girl. It's like a rom-com action suspense. Yeah, that's (laughs) two brothers. (laughs) <laughs> and a strong bond. So what do you guys think of my hat? Uh, my hat right now is what I like to describe as a... Uh, it's what Han and Luke wear on Hoth and Empire Strikes Back, but it's not white, it's a navy blue. Nerd alert! It looks like... Oh okay, man, wait. never mind, I'm not going to say this so low, no, bro. say it. No, I'm going to say it looks like what a fisherman would wear fishing if he stole his cat from a little kid because he's actually a pedophile. That's <laughs> too dark for no reason. No, it's okay. I'm gonna boost that part. That'll be like the tagline for the episode. <laughs> so, what did your what did your mom think of the hat? How did she describe it? Oh, she's she's like, dude, get that hat. You're totally gonna get some like 
like tons of poon with that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was just about to ask what the yeah. rating was for this show. You know, texture, no, it's just, my texture box. I have her number. Oh yeah, shit! Hang on. No, the, the, why are you not worried that he has your most well, number? You still have time. I gave it to her. Fuck. To him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was his mom's birthday, and he was like, "Text my mom, happy birthday," and she had no idea yeah. who it was. So here's what I did. This can, is can I do story. that? Yeah, if you want her text number, her, text her happy right birthday. Now. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I don't want to say her birthday right now. Or, well, you can edit number. this. You're going to edit this. Well, I'm just going to write it Then you actually down. have to edit this. It's okay. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, so, just um, like all other podcasts. What I did is I, on her birthday, I... Wait, no, I don't want to startle her. She's, no, I'm going to startle her. She's a proud woman. She her. will not be startled. Happy birthday from my black man. Yeah, don't, don't, give, don't give me Call her phone one. number. Oh, come I'm going to end up on now. Twitter. She voted for Obama. I believe you, but that doesn't change anything. So uh, if anybody was doubting now, uh, everyone knows that AD is black. I'm the black guy, guys. <laughs> in case you were wondering. No, so uh, so you know the story. Um, what happened was on her birthday, uh, people were just texting her happy birthday as they do in this day and age. So I was like, hey, Hagen. We were all sitting around a table, my mom, my family, and I, and um, we were just sitting there talking, and uh, I texted Hagen, I thought it'd be funny if he sent her a text saying happy birthday without her knowing. She spent a solid hour trying to figure out who texted her happy birthday. Is it her birthday? It's not her birthday today. This was like a month ago. This was a month ago. So it'd be better better if you do it now. Yeah. Okay, I'll send it now. You send it in like... 25 minutes or something. I was going to send happy anniversary. Perfect. And he keeps doing this thing where he repeats God damn it. We're going to get stuck in this loop. We're going to get stuck in this loop. And you just progressively get louder until you're like just a nice loud feedback. It's like when you put two Furbies together. Yeah. We went to the same note. You guys did octaves. We're on the... Same note. I mean, it's the feedback. So it's, it's right fucking there, too. Also, house, house rules, there are only five high fives allowed in this podcast. Oh, we got, already did one. Guy. We already did one. I high five way too much. So, AD, uh, you, you're, the, you're the, the lead vocalist for the, for the Boombox. I guess we should talk about what you guys play in the band. Um, um, but, so you, you write some pretty great lyrics. Um, could, you, could you expand on, um, on the one... I believe it goes uh, AD steady in the game. Is that was that right? AD steady in the game. Yeah. Okay. Could you keep going? Could you expand on that? That's okay. a really that's really heartfelt. What that means? Um. Well, you see, steady in the game is a colloquialism. <sighs> okay. That uh, that just refers to sports. It's a sporting reference. Not steady, a board game. steady in the game. You could be, you know, any kind of game. If you're a gamesman, any kind of game, really. Uno checkers requires like very like, precise movements. Yeah. Steady in the game, for instance, in Uno would be like, man, I just got like a draw four, pick the color, pick the color, draw four, reverse, 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 steady. You know what I'm saying? In the game. So I'm about to play four cards in a row, and uh, that's pretty what that means. AD is my name. So that's where that comes from. That's what I go. Oh, by. I thought it was saying after death moniker. Yeah, oh, and what's funny is recently I was, I was, I was shocked. I, that, that, is, that, is, that, is, that is wonderful. That is wonderful. I'm in the band. I didn't know that. Ad <laughs> <laughs> was kind of disappointed to find that out. That he's in the band. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, bitch. <laughs> no, I joke's over. You thought I just Get made the beer? Fuck out. <laughs> I, I, I very much, I genuinely do like the 
lyrics and, and the and, and all the melodies and all the lines are all very very catchy and very very good. Um, just being a dick, I'm sorry. No, it's fine by me. Read a damn good this, chorus. Yeah. So yeah. I'm uh, imbibing patience. Is this what we do? Just invite guests on and just like heckle them? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're having that, a conversation. That was best for me. That's I'm, any any good podcast. And if Dave, they can't Dave's, handle it. Yeah. Dave's solid on his feet, so I'm not worried about him. I've given him my views. He can take it. <laughs> did uh, you give yourself the name AD, or did your friends give you that name? No, here's the funny thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. When I was coming into UNT, my sister was an RA at Kirk. I came here early for my audition, so I went to her dorm, and I was kicking it with her and the RAs in the back room. It was late night when I got in. This drunk girl, whose real name I won't use, her name was Skylar. And she shows up and she was like, hey guys, I just got back from Fry. I had no idea what any of this stuff was. I was like in Narnia. She was like, who's this guy? And my sister was like, oh, that's my little brother, Adonius. She was like, I'm Skylar. Can I call you AD? Because I guess she was, she admitted that she was drunk <laughs> and that she, anyway, I was like, cool. Can I call you Sky? She's like, yeah, okay. And then after that, I was like, this is convenient because Adonius is a mouthful. AD is just easier to yell in a crisis. Have you thought about how much uh, time you've saved in your life by not saying your full name? Approximately. I calculated the other day. Nice. It's not that much. It's not as much as you would think. <laughs> it's like three <laughs> days so far since I started going by. I mean... Cumulatively. So, uh, like you, uh, my friends gave me a nickname. Uh, my nickname is Fartass, though. So That's a solid nickname. <laughs> Where That's did you get that? A warrior's oh, nickname. Um, I fart a lot, so... Hmm. Where do you fart from? My ass. Uh-huh. How apt. Genius. Yeah. It, it's really not as clever as they thought. So. I think speaking of know. nicknames given that way, a friend of mine in college was, his nickname was Jellybean. It was because the same scenario where he was at a pizza shop and some drunk dude walks in and was like, doesn't know my friend. He's like, his name's Michael. And he goes, hey man, you got a head like a fucking Jellybean. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then we all started laughing at him. And then four years later, his nickname was still Jellybean. Dude, I and now we we that. call him Jelly. That's why we make fun of Canada. That right that there. That right there. Because in America, if you're out with your friends and some dude calls one of your homeboy that's a complete stranger a fucking Jellybean head to his <laughs> face, and you're out to party, like the next thing that happens is something irrational. You know, especially not, not that right? not that all your boys that came with you. Join in on the guy's side, like the stranger side. They're like, "Ha ha, you do got a head like a jelly bean, you fucking loser." I, I disagree with that because if I was out, if I was out with Jackson and Adam, and someone walked up and was like, "Hey, you fucking idiot," they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you're a fucking idiot." Yeah. they would just, they would just, they would keep going. Fart ass, not Jackson. No, sorry, fart ass. Let me clarify. Just so you all yeah, know. yeah. Uh, can I level with y'all? Um, Anby isn't my real name. You've got to be fucking kidding. No, it's it's true. It's actually short for Andrew. Hey, fart ass, come back. <laughs> I thought your name was 30364. <laughs> his name in my phone 303? was 303. Yeah, that's yeah. it. His name in my phone was 30364 because um, he used to get these deals from Muya and they would text him on on, uh, on the 30364 number, and so he would just forward the text to me, and I changed his number in my phone to 30364, so I don't have to get the text. He was too to lazy to subscribe to free like offer text. He was just like, hey, forward me that offer. Is this a service you still offer? <laughs> <laughs> Hagen's name in my phone is Teddy Mason. Who the fuck is Teddy Mason? Wow. No, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> hey, what's your name in my phone, Hagen? Hans. 
Hans what? Uh, is it Hans Yolo? Hans yeah. Yolo. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, a great one. What's your Instagram handle? Big Scary Black. Why? Well, well, fart ass. <laughs> it's funny you ask. Um, because that's where we have something in common. I name myself based on my description and what I'm good at. Nice. When I wake up in the morning, three things I definitely am are big, scary, and black. May I use one of our high fives in the podcast? Yeah. Five per episode. Do you high five? Okay. Do, do you high five? You know, there have been, been a lot more high fives since I joined the band. Hey, bro. Just in case you wanted it. <laughs> be a lot cooler Are if you, you cool? did. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like a, a waiter oh, come out good, with one bro. of those serving dishes. We're like, we have a high five and stick their hand through the bottom of the tray. That would be awesome. That's gonna be if I ever own a restaurant. That's dessert. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call the restaurant. That's dessert. Mm-hmm. Well, you you ask them for a dessert menu, or they want a dessert menu, and you hand it to them, and it's literally just high five. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Mm-hmm. How much would it cost? Uh, five fingers. <laughs> Four fingers and a thumb. That's cheap. How much for a low five of gravy? <laughs> Four fingers, a thumb, and gravy. Sixty-five cents. Sixty-five cents for gravy? Are you kidding me? You want a handful of gravy? The whole packet. You want to make pay... the gravy at Kroger is sixty-five cents, bro? Do you want to pay more than sixty-five cents? I'll pay thirty-five. Do thirty-five. Right, thirty-five. You want to be part owner of the restaurant? <laughs> Alright. That's dessert. Alright, this is a good Thanksgiving. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and now we'd like to take a message from our sponsors. The uh, the new restaurant, That's Dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where you were Featuring going with that. Gravy? <laughs> okay, so uh, so Dave, what do, you, what do you do in the boot box? Uh, play bass. Yeah, you, you write some pretty cool solos, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, Dave's like Jay-Z. He don't write shit now. <laughs> I did. I only ever wrote one solo. And it's the one that's on Alien. He transcribed himself to admire himself. <laughs> for the video. Yeah, is it true that your uh, biggest influence is Morrissey? Alanis more, more or less C. Uh, you ought to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you know the connection between Alanis Morissette and Foo Fighters? Yeah, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. I didn't ask Hagen because he wouldn't know. Is this going to turn into a trivia game show? No, not about Foo Fighters because Dave's just going to pull his dick out. I think it's less of a trivia game. It's more of a pissing contest. Yeah, that's really all it's been. So, Dave, I I see your dick is out. Could you rub it on the mic so the listeners at home could uh, get a. There we go, yeah. (laughs) It's going to sound tiny. <laughs> yeah, but I can't go like this. <laughs> I just kicked the table, so we're gonna have to edit that whole thing out anyway. So well, sorry. this is done. Fuck. <laughs> we peaked. We peaked. Ad, you have a dog, and uh, you told me the story of you getting this dog. You want to tell that story? I'll do it. I'll do it concisely. I went to the Denton Animal Shelter. Shout out, and I saw this cute ass little puppy. He was the cutest little golden thing in there, and he ran right up to me. I was like, I need this puppy. He uh, he pretty much he just got me like he hypnotized the shit out of me, and he stopped crying. <laughs> he stopped crying whenever I uh, picked him up. So I was like, okay, I'm yeah. Showed up the day he was ready because at that time he was like four weeks old. He had to be five weeks when I got him. So I went to pick him up. There were like four or five other families there for him. I was like shit. So they decided to pull names out of a hat for the puppy. 
I got lucky as hell. I was very blessed, and I got to come home with that puppy. I celebrated so hard whenever they said my name, because the guy didn't really even <laughs> say my name. They looked around, and they're like, we need an unbiased party. Is there anyone here who's not here for this puppy right now? And this weird guy in the corner was like, I'm here for a cat. He's like, here, shake this box and pull a name out of it. I was like, God damn it, weird guy here for the cat. Please pull my name out. That was Matt Westmoreland. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met. <laughs> And so the guy, and he just struggled to read it for a couple seconds, but I saw him start to make an A with his lips, and I was like, yes, Adonius, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's what it says. It's like, fuck yeah, fuck you, little kid, screw you, this is my pup. They were, I mean, they're little kids, they have their whole life to get dogs on, you know. You sure about it. I was, I was very happy. I, I like walked past all, because the place hadn't even opened yet, and I smooth just walked past all of them as soon as I won so he could let me to the back to get him. Like, I got VIP treatment at the place. I walked back and I went through the first door and I had to wait for like 10 minutes like an idiot for the puppy handler to like bring me <laughs> The puppy handler. You, the move yeah, the, the, the girl that was man. designated to the puppy pit that morning. Uh, she was handling the, the young puppy. lady. Yes, she, uh, she brought him out to me. Um, on a related note, uh, Adam has a girlfriend who has a dog who is a racist. I was really hoping you were going to say Adam has a girlfriend who's also a rescue. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Adam's the rescue. <laughs> like, take a moment to... Uh, oh, we should take him out to play. Mention another one of our sponsors, the Denton Human Rescue. <laughs> it's a very important uh, charity. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so this dog liked you the first time she met you, but never again. She didn't like me when the election was happening. Yeah. I think once she saw Trump was ahead, she was like, fuck it, I don't have to hide my shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> or she thought you were Obama and she was like, get back to the White House. Yeah, maybe. You need to fix this now. Yeah, it's, it's all in your hands now. God. Aren't dogs literally colorblind, though? Yeah, but they, they can tell shades. That's they an excuse. Like, colorblind is, I mean, they know when the lights are on. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not just, like walking into walls all the time. So they, they see red and black. <laughs> I wonder if that means all the Smith kids look like the devil to dogs. <laughs> Probably. Like, like burnt orange shade. Well, yeah, what happened was you guys were like playing a game or something, and I think it was all white people at the time, and then you showed up like halfway through the game, <laughs> and this dog just lost her shit. We have her downstairs if you want us if you want to see her. At any I mean, point. you can. I'm not Should afraid. We bring her in if you want to get marked out. I advise her owner that she may get thrown down the stairs. Should she, you know, talk sideways to me? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the dog's name? Riley. Uh, Riley. Riley. Riley the racist. Yeah. Short for Riley. Riley. And you know she's saying them curse words. She's probably saying cursing swears. I mean, I don't know. I don't like swear words. Yeah. I don't like sand. We we don't swear in Denton. I don't like sand. Keep like getting sand. clean, mm-hmm. motherfucker. It's coarse. It's rough. Gets everywhere. Like it's all over this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys, so you guys uh, recently, um, you guys released your own beer, right? Can you talk about that a little bit. We released a beer. Great. Next subject. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> We got to work with Audacity Brewhouse here in Denton, yeah. um, and they were super dope. They let us in to the actual process. They let us get our hands far more than dirty. Shouts out to Doug. Did you get to swim in the beer? Shouts out to Doug. Huh? No, we, we, no, we, for the record, we did not get to swim in the beer at all. How many uh, people on the tour got lost in the, the, the beer river and... Uh, <laughs> the well, uh, just, just, just for, just for the chocolate factory. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, they use augers 
at the at the beer houses. So that's why you guys are six and not seven anymore because Mm -hmm. the river took them to Florida. Mm -hmm. You got to stir it though, right, Dave? I did. I stirred the. I had an oar. I had the hoe. (laughs) I did. (laughs) <laughs> that's, a up and then... that's a different story <laughs> no it's not a different story it's the same way you were there so. <laughs> trying to defame me on live podcast live recorded podcast we're, we're Facebook live podcast right now yeah um, just so everyone knows out there in podcast world this uh, podcast was not recorded to a click track this is all live um, good shit no click track, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're not we're not like messing with the drums or anything. Too, this is like a it's like these are all the real drums. And in case having. in case anyone was wondering, yes, both Hagen and Jackson's shirts are buttoned up all the way. Yes, we are all choking of the way. That's our aspirations. That's a nice shirt. Oh, fuck. Um, we, need, we need to start all episodes with you know a shirt check. Like Dave is not buttoned all the way up. No, I taught. I told him not to. He he would always. He knows better. Canadians yeah. are relaxed. There's a. There's a my, see how it doesn't really sit straight. I, like, it's I, have, to, I have to iron this shit, and that's for no. It's, not, it's supposed to. It's supposed to. It's supposed yeah, to like no, Brad no, no, Pitt no. in the no, ocean. I'm talking about like right here. See, it, it doesn't like. Dave, you, look, you look so much. It's not supposed Brad to come Pitt out all the way, though. You oh God, he's got his dick out again. <laughs> you can't mention Brad Pitt around this guy. Rubbing it on the mic again. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to Kara. Oh, I meant to ask you guys how are your monitor mixes? Uh, do you need more uh, drums or anything? I don't know. I don't fucking get one. I don't have a monitor. <laughs> do you want a monitor? Yes. You really? Yeah. Put those headphones on. You want to hear? Oh, I'm. Oh, I think you meant at shows. Oh no, oh. here. No, here. No, no we, we mean here. Yeah. We're having a conversation here, man. Okay. I I kind of have a question. Um, like when I started the podcast, one of my ideas was to get like a crazy stories from bands who have seen shit on the road or in the in the venue. So um, for people who are listening, aren't maybe you're not from Denton, but in Denton, we're really active in the do-it-yourself community, a.k.a. DIY. So there's lots of house venues, people who throw shows in their houses and their living rooms. And have y'all like played any of these and seen shit go down? Because I see it all the time. Yeah, I saw people walking upside down on the ceiling of Jago House. <laughs> Where's the Jago House? It's the house that we're in right now, Jackson. <laughs> I remember that. Fart ass. Yeah, so we clean the we clean downstairs after a show. Like the downstairs is actually a clean place most of the time. People live That's there. That's what she said. So we cl- it's clean down there. We clean after every show. The more, the more times you say clean, the less legitimately clean I believe it is. I'm sorry. I'm stuttering over the story. I'm not meaning to delegitimize Adam's hard work. Today, Junior. So we clean everything, and we can get everything pretty nice. Except for the ceiling. That's one thing we haven't... So you walk down there, we have a special wood cleaner. We clean the walls even if we can. Can't clean a dent. But as much as we can do... But you look at the ceiling, there are scuff marks and shoe marks everywhere. There's still a footprint up there. Really? That's amazing. Sorry. Nothing we can do about it. No. I believe the footprint is from Chima. Probably. Just there was an excessive amount of crowd surfing and moshing going on in 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 a very small space. But... The thing that I liked most is that the people of the house did a very good job of, like, you know, securing the area, keeping stuff like that to a minimum, and and having people forego such rough housing. Yeah, the last time you guys played, I got really scared because I kept having to leave during you guys' set. It was the last set of the last Jago Fest. I kept having to leave you guys' set to go, like, kick a guy out and <laughs> kick him out again for a second time. 
And then after that, while I was outside, like, watching him, making sure he wouldn't come back, I heard you on the mic say, like, this better fucking stop, or this is gonna be a problem. So I was like, fuck, and I just read, I went inside, and I was like, I'm gonna be a barricade now. Yeah, this that's the first time happen. I ever stopped a song during a show, ever in Everdom. That's the first time I ever, like, stopped the band. Because we started, like, we started, like, Determination or some shit like that. We started a not very hardcore song, and somebody started moshing, and I was like, okay, you're not gonna hipster mosh. I don't want you to mosh ironically to music. Yeah. Because I don't know you're not actually feeling music. So stop that shit. Or we're gonna go outside. And that was it. And then it stopped. Yeah. That people were fucking crazy. People mosh at everything though. Like in, in house shows. Like we had a we had another band from Denton called Exit Glaciers come play and 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 they finished their set and I'm like oh how was the set and they said oh yes yeah, the first time we had you a mosh to our music and they're like a folk band. I'm like ha. <laughs> How? How did, how did they do that? Their drummer plays with brushes. Like, that's yeah. how quiet they are. And so, like, the crowd will fry louder than the groove? It was, like, <laughs> it was insane what people were doing for that band. And, yeah, and then Dome Dwellers was up next, and it was just out of control. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who just kept taking his clothes off and throwing them in the fire pit. That was you. Do you have any upcoming shows? Mm-hmm. We're playing at uh, the Denton Black Film Festival on Saturday the 21st. That's going to be fun. The residency is back at the Bearded Monk, so second Tuesday. The second Bearded Tuesday of every month. Cool. We'll be over there tearing it up. We have a new opening act each time. We just did, <clears throat> actually, the first one of the new year this past week. Uh, we got to do some some fun stuff. We we did a reunion shotgun for the <laughs> show coming back. Yeah, and then uh, Samus David Jr. Sam, Samus David Jr. opened for us, and they were incredible. From what I heard, I got there after work just a little bit after they started, but I heard some. They were killer, and that's the dope thing about having a gig like that. We get the freedom to bring out new acts and shit. Mm-hmm. So you guys have that. You guys have that, uh, those two shows. You have, um, you guys going on tour anytime soon? You guys planning on it, maybe? We're trying to plan a tour. Tour is on the table. Cool. It is in discussion. And we have uh, an area of time, but no set dates, and that's why we're not discussing specifics, but um, it's definitely Less something that is for this very near future, like this year. This is the most solid lineup of the band we've had. Very cool. That's awesome. You mean like solid bodies? like Musically yeah, and, and like... <laughs> yeah, just physically. Everyone's really, really hot. It's just a they're, bunch they're of handsome-ass dudes. Yeah, we're all really we're good. All <laughs> solid, you know, pretty spelt. No, very hard. Not like fart, but over there, straight up gas. Fart ass. Yeah. What the hell? Well, on that note, <laughs> think of the children. <laughs> yeah, Bandy. If a kid is listening to this, there are bigger problems in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, this has been more than just a moniker, and thank you for listening to Don't Feed the Artist.